for tuning in to the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. For this episode, I wanted to talk about self-love. I know most of my episodes have been about ways to improve your environment and how to detach from people in situations that aren't healthy for you, but today, I want to go a little deeper. So let's talk. Now, you all know I've been going to therapy for about two years, and it's helped tremendously. Recently, I started to explore some other forms of holistic healing since therapy is only once a week. Plus, I'm sure y'all have seen that once this process starts, you follow one holistic page and next thing you know, you got an ancestral altar, crystals in your bra, candles, oils, potions, all kinds of stuff, and they all become part of you. Then next is meditation sound bowl healing some nature music becomes your playlist and well you on your way oh uh, oh so that's just me huh also oh, y'all holds on y'all not carrying no rose quartz in your bra okay okay no that's cool that's fine <laughs> okay but back to it i started attending these different events and like i told y'all before I switched up who I followed, so I've been in some live tarot readings, and I have my faithful ones that I go to for my weekly Zodiac readings and stuff. Um, I also used to like read a lot of hood books, and I don't do that no more. They all sitting up in a box somewhere. They've been replaced by self-help books and educational books and history books and money books and things that are going to help me to be a better person. So, for real, I thought I was doing something. I thought I was, whoop, fast-tracking it to healing, right? Everything is going to be great by the end of 2020. But one thing's for sure and two things for certain. When Spirit got a message for you, it is going to follow you, it is going to haunt you, it's going to pop up in your everyday life as a reminder that your ass ain't listening. And well, that's what's kept happening. Reader after reader, you need to let it go. I'd tune into a podcast, I'd search, you know, that podcast page, three, four, five different episodes, settle on one, you need to let it go. Um, just different things, you know what I'm saying? Just kept popping up about, I need to let it go. So I'm like, I mean, I've been in therapy. You know what I'm saying? We done talked about stuff. Certain shit been talked about three, four, five, six, seven fucking times. We done talked about some shit and how that shit affects some shit that don't got shit to do with shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I thought I was done with it. Whatever the fuck it was, I was like, surely I'm good. But in a way... I guess I knew that I wasn't over certain things because I was still emotionally invested in the hurt, you know, in the trauma. I would still feel like my body changed, like, like, you know, tension or I'd start getting real hot or, you know, I just would start feeling my heart beating real fast or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or even necessarily like thinking about something. I would have like this mood switch or, you know, like now all of a sudden I'm in a shit day. So clearly, right, you're not letting it go. So what what is letting it go? What does that even mean for real? So to me, letting go is just a start. Letting go is accepting that something that was no longer is. 
It's letting go and facing that the space that you occupy in a situation is not where you need to be and gracefully bowing out because it's no longer a safe or a healthy place for you. And that's not necessarily just relationships. That could be where you live, where you work, you know, your commute, whatever. Um, but what happens after you, you quote unquote, let go? right? How do you deal with those emotions in your mental health if you just let it go, right? Some people will say, let go and let God. Like, what, what in the fuck does that even mean? For me, I realized all those things I was letting go were still living rent-free in my head because I wasn't loving myself enough. So what does that mean? It surely doesn't mean that I don't love myself, right? I love, I love me. I love my my home. I love my life. I love my children. I love my husband. I love, I'm grateful. Right. But in all that forgiving and releasing, I don't ever feel like I really turned to myself and said, Andrea, girl, I love you. One day at a time, we're going to get through this. We're going to get past whatever this is. But right now, in this moment, in this moment of self-actualization, I love you. I love where you are. I love what, what's brought you to this moment. I love you. And I remember once um, my therapist and I had a real deep healing um, session. And I remember hugging myself and I remember saying to him, I love what I'm healing. And we both thought that was so powerful. You know, wow, that's great. But what I realize now was that it's okay to love myself as I'm healing. That even in the midst of having the same reaction that I used to have, and maybe it takes a little bit to, for me to be like, shit, that's not how I want it to be. That I still love myself, right? That I still can hug myself and say, it's okay. This is a process. It's important that as we forgive other people, that we extend that grace to ourselves, that we openly and honestly say, hey, you know what, that hurt. Hey, that, that, I didn't like that. Um, and it's okay, but I'm gonna love myself more so that I don't do that again. I'm gonna love myself, love on myself harder so that I don't allow myself to be hurt by external people or situations. And, and maybe it's not hurt. Maybe you're easily angered. Maybe you're frustrated. Maybe your, uh, your, your trigger brings you to, you know, a different type of negative feeling where it doesn't hurt per se, or you can't recognize the hurt. You're just so stuck in that anger. And that's okay. I'm going to love myself enough to not let myself get to that point. I'm going to love myself to not release the power of how I feel in the moment to someone else, to not give someone else the ability to dictate how I'm going to feel for the next couple of hours. Let's remember that forgiving folks and allowing them to stay in our lives hurts more than it helps. So again, that can go for a situation as well, right? We keep coming into a job where we're not appreciated, where we're talked to any kind of way, where we're passed up for promotions, where no, you're not getting a raise this week, right? And these things hurt. 
they hurt our pride as an employee, especially when you know you're, you are a good employee, when you know you're putting your best foot forward and you keep getting passed up, that shit hurts. You might be angry in the moment, but eventually it hurts. It hurts how you feel about yourself. You might start thinking that you're not good enough. So maybe that's a situation that you need to step away from. If something happened to you or it didn't go your way, right? We have to get to the point where we can take accountability for our part, right? We can accept what we did in that situation or in that relationship. We can genuinely forgive ourselves and say, despite that, despite the hurt I caused myself, despite the hurt I may have inflicted on someone else, I love who I am because I'm learning. Thank you for that lesson. I love myself more because of this hurt that was caused. Thank you for the experience. I love myself more because I know better now. I know what not to do next time. I know how not to allow myself to get to that point. Thank you. I love you. I love this. I I feel like once I started going into therapy, I was absolutely able to identify some of my triggers. But putting forgiveness and grace into practice in the moment is where I lacked. I felt like I felt like it was because I was still being hard on myself, honestly. Not because I wasn't serious about my healing, but because I was way too focused on this final version of myself. I was putting all this energy into what I need to accomplish and achieve because of what I didn't, right? Because I was a teenage mom, because I didn't go to college, because I have these children, because I'm a stay-at-home mom, because, 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 because I need to da 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 No. They're all false images of myself. Because the truth is, is that where I'm at right now, I'm, I don't know what two months is going to be like. I haven't focused enough and loved on myself enough in the now to even have a clear picture of what I want my future to be. All these expectations that I have over my life, all these things that are pre-programmed in my mind about what's going to make me successful, what's going to bring me prosperity, what is going to set the standard for people to say, be like her. But what about being happy? Right? What about being mentally healthy? Are those not the basis of a fruitful life? <laughs> because surely we are not here to work and die. We can't be family. Say it ain't so. Say this ain't it. I know that, you know, from childhood, we're told that we need to get a good job. We have to have a good education. You have to have this. You have to have that. You know, your standards of beauty are this. Your um, standard of, of wealth and success is this and all this other stuff. But whoever talks about being happy? So I know y'all hear a lot about self-care Sunday, right? One thing that I was reminded of after a meditation session I was a part of was self-care is every day. And truly, it, it really is. Watching what we eat, our water intake, getting outside to some fresh air. And bitch, I do not mean going from the house to the car to get to work and walking from the parking lot into the job. That is Now y'all know that's not what I mean. 
And I most certainly don't mean airing the place out because, you know, maybe you didn't smoke the blunt and the room stink. Again, that maybe that's just me. Okay. No, I mean getting outside, taking a walk, even just sitting on the back porch and just shutting it all out, leaving the phone on the inside and just taking in some fresh air. Reading, right? I, I, like I just told y'all, I used to read all this crazy ass shit. And, and, and switching up what I read so that I unplug from social media and don't pick up the same trash ass shit in print, right? Journaling. Spending some time where you just let those those thoughts flow out of your head and onto paper. Even if you don't reread. You know, there's some people that journal some things. Um, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of trauma. And then burn it. And that's their form of self-care. All of that is a form of self-care. Um, one of the tarot readers that read me recently she was telling me one of her forms of self-care is to go to brunch by herself it's not about being with friends it's about her stepping out of the home and and get you know she said sometimes all she has is some coffee and she just spends that time connecting i know a lot of spiritual people that take herbal baths you know they'll listen to classical music drink some wine that's their relaxation time some people like to meditate by the water some people do yoga some people ground in the woods where they come up out of their shoes and their socks and they lay in the dirt and just release themselves to mother earth but they all disconnect from their everyday routine and, and reconnect back to self, back to source, back to the most high within themselves. There's been many mornings where I run down the list of everything that I'm grateful for and I still have a shit day. Child, the minute I leave this motherfucking house, the first car that goes below the speed limit or why is you all the way in the left lane, my shit is fucked. But, what I will do now, that if I have a day that may be less than great, I can and will still be grateful for it. But at the end of that day, I'm going to love on myself regardless. In the book, The Secret, um, in the chapter, Powerful Processes, they talk about a lecture done by Neville Goddard, and the lecture is called The Pruning Shears of Revision. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's about a 40-minute lecture if you want to listen to it. Dope, powerful. But to summarize the section in the book, they talked about basically upgrading your frequency before going to bed. So when you lay down at the end of the day, right before going to sleep, Close your eyes and revisit the day that you just had. And if there's anything in the day that isn't pleasing to you, replay that in your mind and imagine it with the outcome that you would have preferred. So in doing that, 
you clear up the frequency from the day before you go to sleep, right? So now instead of it being, you know, guilty thoughts before you go to sleep, oh, I shouldn't have done, oh, why did I, why, oh, da, 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 da. you know, now they're replaced with a, a more peaceful ending, right? You're, you're more at peace with how the day went. And what it also does, and I'll quote from the lecture, that you spend some time being in the spirit of Jesus, which is continual forgiveness of sin, right? So this process allows you to first recognize what triggered the negative response, and then to extend yourself the grace and the forgiveness that you deserve. What we have to keep in mind, family, is that we're at a point in our lives that we can no longer afford to respond the way that we used to. Not because of, you know, maybe it's because of children, maybe it's because of your job, maybe you've had some religious turnaround or, or whatever. But I'm talking about spiritually, internally. We just cannot afford to have those negative responses anymore. We can't afford to do that. We have to accept the boomerang of karma. And more so, the law of attraction. So, the law of attraction being what you put out is what will come back to you. If your thoughts are negative, you will have negative experiences. Karma, you do negative unto someone, it's going to come back onto you. Both will work in sync on whatever frequency you put them on. If you review the events of a day and focus on where it went wrong, you're going to put your mind and your spirit back into that situation. Your body is going to experience that all over again. Replaying it and having a different outcome will release your mind of guilt. It releases you from feeling a certain way and it offers the opportunity to be better next time. Because, listen, I don't know about y'all, but if you haven't noticed, the more you say, I wish a mother would, the mother does and reacting the same alerts the universe that hey you ain't changed so since you asked for patience again well I guess I gotta test your ass again right you 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 spent the whole daggone time driving to work talking about I wish this bitch on a job would da, 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 and you walk in the door and sure enough the fuck she did and sure enough the fuck she does because the universe said, well, yesterday you, you said you was going to try to be better. So I tested you and you did reacted the same way. So let's try it again. So when do you take accountability for yourself? At the end of the day, say, I'm not, that's not how I wanted that to go. Okay, that's, I'm cool. I'm not going to do that again. Girl, I love you. We're not going to focus on her. We're going to focus on ourselves and how we can be better. And the universe is probably going to test your ass. Because the universe knows that deep down inside, responding to what's in your heart, being that you know this bitch on the job, going to try it. So instead of spending the whole ride to work, thinking of how the ways you're going to counteract her negativity with negativity, just be positive. She's going to have a great day. I'm going to have a great day. This will be a great day. And in the moment that you're tested, that's when when that trigger has been click cocked 
And that is in the motherfucking chamber, ready to go. You decide. Instead of click, clack, clack, click, right? <laughs> Put that motherfucker back in the clip. Don't give people that power. Love yourself enough to remind yourself that you possess that power to continue on in a positive on a positive wavelength. I just want to encourage you to love on yourself today, family, more than yesterday. And I want to challenge you to love yourself even more tomorrow. We just cannot properly love those around us, our parents, our children, our friends, our lovers, our partners, until we take full stock of ourselves and we love on every ounce of ourselves and especially loving on those parts that we know need more attention. Those not so pretty parts of us. Let's take some accountability over our decisions and with the same forgiveness we expect from God, we forgive ourselves. What I'm meditating now on more than ever is peace comes from within. Joy is a state of being and I'm always going to try to be on it. Because like Kirk Franklin says, I want you to have joy because can't nobody take that from you. I'm committing for myself and I hope you will too to spending some time every day giving yourself a hug. Being grateful and pleased for where you are now regardless of what it looks like. We're not where we were and if we have breath in our bodies we have a chance to change what doesn't suit us. Don't focus on what the future, what you want the future to look like. Just be pleased in the present. Find peace in the version of yourself that you are now. Even in knowing that that version is not going to be the same one next month, next year. Maybe, hell, maybe not even tomorrow. If you're incorporating some more positive shit today. Just like we scrub ourselves. We exfoliate our body. We shed off dead skin. We got to do that internally with, with what doesn't serve our spirits anymore. No one is going to make you happier than you make yourself. And no one is going to love you like you need to love yourself. You see people in those relationships. I love you more than I love myself. I pray for you more than I pray for myself. Fuck all that. Okay, that shit. No, no, no matter who you are with, no matter the size of your family, you come first. You have to, you have to selfishly come first. You have to selfishly love yourself. That is what sets the standard for how other people are going to love you. It lets people know that you ain't with that fuck shit. With that fake love. I'm good. And it, and it also is a, a, a source of love. Where you can counteract the negativity that's sent your way. When you love yourself so deeply, you can see with eyes of love. So that when somebody try to bring that bullshit to you, you can truly see through it. And see a hurt person. 
see that someone deserves to be loved on. You can see that there's a lack of self-love because people that truly love themselves, that genuinely love themselves, don't go around trying to make life hard for other people. You want to spread that love. You want to exude that love. Stop giving other things the credit for your love and saying that if this is at that point, then I'll be happy. Then I'll experience love. Then I'll experience true bliss. No, you can experience that within yourself by just reconnecting to that original source of love. The one that your creator gave to you. The one that gives you life and sustains you. Reconnect to that and love on that. Love on that person. Who she is right now. And be okay with who you are right now. And once you take stock of what you don't like, every day you can start to incorporate positive changes. And every day... Forgive yourself when you come up short to a standard you have set, not one that was set by someone else or by society. You deserve to be happy, queen. I want you to be happy. I love you. I need you to love yourself. I need you to put you first. Because when you start making yourself happy, everything else will start to fall into place. And everything that isn't aligned with that will start taking up too much space in your life and you'll start to feel the need to release it. And that is where you start to let go. Love you for listening, family. Thank you. Peace, family. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. Connect with me on Instagram at nowplaying underscore IGUO30. Shout out to the happy Gemini herself, my producer Jasmine. Please like, review, and tell a friend if anything I shared has helped you want to look within and heal. Remember, be grateful, seek knowledge, and have lots of love, patience, and grace for yourself. The universe always responds to your vibrations. Love you to life. Peace.